Coming up on the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. What are you showering in? Yeah. That's more important because when we're showering, we're in there. Depending upon the condition of your skin and depending on the product that you're using, you're, you can actually test the soft tissue and the blood inside your body, and they will be able to detect the ingredients within 30 seconds to two minutes inside your body. Wow. Okay. This is how we absorb things into the body. So we know we're going to take a shower for more than two minutes and it's hot. No one takes a cold shower. Well, you do if Sometimes. you're living a healthy life, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. um, but most people are taking a hot shower. So the pores are opening. So we're really absorbing that in. So we want to make sure that what we're showering in is just as safe as what we're drinking, right? Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I'm Brian Grin, and I'm here to give you actionable tips to get your body back to what it once was 5, 10, even 15 years ago. Each week, I'll give you an in-depth interview with a health expert from around the world to cut through the fluff and get you long-term sustainable results. This week, I interviewed best-selling author, podcast host, and certified toxicity and detox specialist, Amy Carlson. Amy is helping people restore and renew their health by removing hidden toxins from their home and their lives. We discussed her own health journey through migraines, headaches, and numerous reproductive issues. We also discussed detox tips for your own house. What should you cook with? Could your detergent be causing hormonal issues? And then top toxins in your food, water, and air. Lastly, we discussed her one tip to get your body back to what it once was. I really enjoyed my interview with Amy. A lot of great tips for around the house. So thanks so much for listening and enjoy the interview. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin, and I have a very special guest. I don't say that for every guest. Um, Amy Carlson is on the show today. Welcome. Thank you, Brian. I'm so glad to be here and share with your audience. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. This is a different angle. I've never had, um, you know, someone like yourself with your background and um, talking about toxics, toxic things in our environment and our foods. Um, and just to let the people know, you're an author, podcast host, uh, certified toxic. Let's see if I get <laughs> toxicity and detox specialist. Yes. Okay. Say that 20 times now. <laughs> <laughs> I so dare you. <laughs> she, she calls herself the toxin terminator. I love that. I was, I, I, I wish I had that name. <laughs> um, well, why don't you let the audience know, how did you, you know, get that name and, and, and go down this path um, regarding, you know, toxic and detox and things like that? Absolutely. So I had my own health battles and through my entire adult life, I suffered from multiple chronic diseases, lots and lots of reproductive issues uh, for myself, as well as um, neurological issues uh, too. I actually was a certified mechanic. That's what I did for 30 years. I worked oh, on cars. Surprise. And I own several facilities. I own five different different uh, facilities. And um, I knew what toxins were based on my work. I had no idea that I also had them in my home. Mm. And 
I actually quite by accident fell into learning more of a holistic approach to our health. And uh, I am so forever grateful. I always say that uh, essential oils are, were my gateway drug into living naturally. Mm. And that's what I did. I, I discovered essential oils and I was very pessimistic about it. I, you know, had been to every doctor on the planet, every specialist, and just knew if they couldn't heal me, how are, are these little bottles going to do anything for me? But they did. They changed my life. And I learned, you know, what were my toxic exposures? I learned how to eat right. I learned how to move my body. I learned how to listen to my body. And so you talk about chronic disease. What type of things did you suffer from and how long did it take to overcome them? Sure. So I had what I had, many women can relate to this. Sorry, Brian, you know, maybe close your ears while we talk, but I had um, really, really bad uh, menstrual cycles and to the point where sometimes I couldn't leave the house because I couldn't keep myself damned up. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. And I had, um, I had uh, a hysterectomy when I was 37 years old. I was actually diagnosed being in menopause at the age of 36. Most women, for your knowledge, uh, the average age of going into menopause is 47. So I was way early. Um, and having all those different symptoms happening in the reproductive arena of the body also led to a lot of personality things happening with me. Um, just to give you um, a piece of what life might look like. My husband, one morning, I, I saw him looking at me just really quizzically, you know, kind of that, you know, like the puppy dog look, you know, they mm -hmm. tilt their head and they're looking at you funny. And I, and I yeah. said to him, well, what's going on? And he's like, I'm just trying to figure out which Amy is waking up today. Mm. Uh, you know, we, sometimes I don't think that we even understand how our health issues impact our life, but we certainly, it's a wake up call when we look at our loved ones and we realize the impact our health issues are having on them. And that was what kind of my wake up call that I knew I needed to do something because I don't know if you're familiar with menopause, but you can go from happy, go lucky, joyous, everything is fine. And in a blink of an eye, there is this rage that was so uncontrollable with me. So I had that happening. I had night sweats. I had hot flashes. I didn't sleep for years. Um, I would get two hours at a time and I'd be awake. I'd get another two hours at a time and I would be awake. Um, so those were all surrounding hormone reproductive issues. And then the, the one thing, um, two other things, I had neurotoxicity. So I had a lot, I had headaches every day. Uh, I had migraines that I actually lost the vision on my left side from. And I also had really bizarre things that would happen um, about once a quarter. Uh, one morning I woke up and I had I couldn't even see the jawline. I had a, a, like I went to sleep fine. I woke up with this abscess and just really swollen face. Mm. Uh, I had to have plastic surgery and tubes put in and it was a nightmare. So just bizarre things like that. And so you're attributing a lot of this from the 
the toxins in your environment. Is that correct? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I don't know if your listeners are, are like me where, and at that time, Brian, I was a half marathon runner. I was exercising. Right. Um, I, I somewhat looked at what I ate. Um, I, I was thin. Um, I have been thin my entire life. And I equated the fact that I was thin to being healthy. Um, you know, maybe somebody listening can, can relate to that, but it has nothing to do with if we're healthy or not. And so on the outward, you know, appearances, it would look like I was healthy, but I, I was far from that. And I think so many people, you know, we're, we're doing all the right things. We're eating all the right things. We're moving, but we haven't got to the toxin side yet. Mm -hmm. And, and we might still have symptoms. We might still have menopause. I was able to finish going through menopause with zero symptoms, zero. Um, we, we can't lose that weight. Everything that we do, we just can't lose the weight. And there's a reason for it because we've got to put that third piece to the puzzle. And so how did you go about finding out which toxins, you know, you were being exposed to and it was affecting you? How did you go about that? Oh my gosh, <laughs> huge trial and error, yeah, right? You know, yeah. it's, um, you know, eight years ago, there was some talk about this, but not much. And this is why I got into my space. There is lots of people out there talking about food and that food be thy medicine and heal themselves and, you know, that type of thing. And there's a lot of people in the exercise field and talking about that, but no one was really talking about what are we exposed to on a daily basis inside our home? I'm not even talking about out in the world, just right. inside the home. So yeah. mine was a lot of trial and error. It was, I was a huge guinea pig to try different things out and figure out what was going on with my body. Yeah. And what did you, did you, what did you pinpoint? Was it certain like a metal to toxic toxicity or, you know, I know, you know, you hear it like in, in being obviously in plastics, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. even in like the bed, right? Beds you know, certain beds <laughs> with the tax, you know, was there one thing that you could, you pinpointed or was it just sort of a combination of a bunch of different things? <clears throat> it, it definitely was a combination, but let me tell you this, you know, as I started in my journey, um, two things I changed immediately in my home within, uh, within probably the first 30 days was what I cleaned with and what I did laundry with. Mm. And Brian, since I did those two things, I have not had a headache nor a migraine. So it's been way better than seven years going on eight years. Wow. Um, and I had no idea that those two items were the, some of the biggest endocrine disruptors in our bodies uh, than anything else inside our home. So as I went and I kept learning, I kept digging, I was fortunate that the city I lived in had this massive leadership role in the, in the area I was in. And so there were weekly classes being held and I just immersed myself. And what I came to Brian is that there's really five pillars of toxicity that we're all exposed to, right? Okay. So there's stuff in the air, right. there's stuff in the water, Mm -hmm. There's stuff in the food that we eat. Right. There's stuff in what we absorb through our skin. So we're talking personal care products, cleaning products, mm -hmm. and then mental. We have to address the mental piece too. When you say mental, do you mean like, um, actually, what do you mean? <laughs> like, 5G, <laughs> like 5G? Like, are you talking about like, uh, 
like from our cell phones and things like that? No, I'm talking about your thoughts. I'm talking about your Uh, words. I'm talking about, you know, how, how do we let things affect us? Because we let them, we have a choice. And that was a huge learning curve for me as well. But we can dive down each one of these pillars if you want to. And I'd be happy to kind of give, this is what we really want to watch for in this pillar. Mm -hmm. There's lots in each one, but here's kind of the biggies. And here's what you can, you know, some safer options. I think that would be great because, I mean, I'm interested in it. And it's, it's something that I think people should just, like you mentioned, be more aware of. It's just something that just doesn't get talked about. It doesn't. Um, and so starting on that, you talk about cleaning and laundry. I'm curious, what did you, what were you using and what what did you switch to? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I, you know, the standard, what everybody uses, you go to the grocery store, Tide, all, I can't even remember all the names now. (laughs) Um, you know, you just grab what's on the counter because let, let me go back to the industry I was in the automotive industry, highly regulated. And so what we used uh, within the facilities were highly regulated, not just the products that we sold and used for uh, service work, but what we cleaned with all of that stuff. We had to have personal protective equipment. We had to have material safety data sheets. We had to have all kinds of stuff. I would have never thought that if there's a product being sold in a grocery store in the United States, that it would be unsafe for us. Never even crossed my mind. (laughs) Um, Right. And, and and it's far from the truth. And I'm guessing a lot of these products are probably banned in Europe, but in in the United States, many are (laughs) the United States is, is really far behind in terms of what they allow and what they don't. And what's interesting, Brian, when you start digging into this, you find, for instance, Heinz company, there, they have different ingredients, even state to state in the United States. Mm-hmm. They have different ingredients and different labels in ver- United States versus other countries that they're in. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, isn't that crazy? Yeah, crazy. So, okay. So, okay. What, yeah. Okay. So, let's get into, uh, well, the cleaning and laundry. So, you went from, you know, a brand name, let's say Thai to, I mean, now, you know, I will say, you know, if you go to like a Whole Foods, you can, you know, find ingredients and, and, and sort of these off brands that are sort of emerging, which is nice. I'm sure maybe 10 years ago, there was a lot less of that. Right. In the beginning, I made a lot of my stuff. You know, fortunately, I've been aligned with several different companies. There's lots of great companies and I don't want to drop names, you know, on the podcast. But if you go to my website, I have a um, an ebook that is available to people. And I give here's here's the companies I use uh, and and drop those. So, so, uh, you know, one of them is Young Living. One of them is My Green Fills. My Green Fills has tons of laundry cleaning products. I love them because not only are they organic and natural products, but they're also good for the environment. When they send you stuff, it comes in a package that you open and add to warm water into a container that you already have. Mm. Um, You know, so we don't have all of the plastics and, you know, all of that stuff. So there's some good companies out there. Here's what I would say is this is what I did to learn stuff is I learned um, there's an app called Think Dirty because even stuff, I wouldn't buy a lot of the stuff that's in Whole Foods or Sprouts or Trader Joe's just because I know the ingredients I want to avoid. Now, I didn't know that in the beginning. So right. there's an app called Think Dirty. Okay. 
and you it's free to put onto your phone and you can scan personal care, cleaning products, all the products in the world. You just scan it or type it in and it'll give you a safety rating from zero to 10, 10, meaning very toxic. You don't want it in your home. Zero meaning completely safe. Go ahead and bring it on in. Yeah. That reminds me, uh, like when I'm shopping for like sunscreens, Yes. right. (laughs) Yes. EWG, right? Like, um, and I'm sure they have maybe a toxic list for um, like you're mentioning as well. They do. It's called, um, it's an app called Healthy Living. Healthy Living. Um, I actually prefer Think Dirty over EWG. Now, EWG I use for a lot of things and I'll get into that when we talk about the water pillar. But um, uh, Think Dirty has way more on their database. Uh, EWG tends to be more kind of cleaning products. They don't get into a lot of personal care products laundry, that type of thing. So if you yeah. want more of, of a broad base, Think Dirty is going to be that. And it was uh, created by a woman who's, I can't remember if it was herself or her mother went through breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And we know that there are a lot of products that use uh, cancer causing agents in it. And, and so that's why she developed the app so that we could have safer products. Yeah. Wow. It's sad to think about that, that you can't trust, you know, it's almost like you can't trust. Well, we know that we can't trust the government when it comes to food guidelines. We know that. But as far as cleaning things and and products that we put on our body, these brand names, it's like it's almost like they just try to make a product that like they're almost like cutting corners and they try to make products as cheaply as possible to make the biggest margin. Right. Absolutely. It's, it's all about the almighty dollar. And they and they know that there's a big movement in eco-friendly. There's a movement towards natural. So we see words on products that mean nothing. Um, Just like you would probably teach your people, don't look at what's on the front of a product, turn it around and read the label so that you know what's in there. Um, Because there's products labeled gluten-free that of course it's gluten-free. It has no wheat base. You know, it's going to be, you know, so we have to do the same with what we're using inside our home. Don't, Don't pay attention to what the marketing terms are on the front. Front, turn yeah. it around and read the label. Yeah. And um, I, on that note, I'm, I'm curious about the water, water sure. filtration, things like that. Um, I'm at, you're moving. I'm actually moving as well. And uh, I did get some filtration. Um, I just think that's something that gets overlooked. Even also, like if you're using ice cubes, um, right? Like you can get filtered, good filtered water, but what are those ice cubes being filtered with, which is another, you know, sort of well, thing. let me add another layer to the, to the, yeah. uh, the <laughs> realm here for you, Brian, is what are you showering in? Yeah. That's more important because when we're showering, we're in there depending upon the condition of your skin and depending on the product that you're using, you you can actually test the soft tissue and the blood inside your body, and they will be able to detect the ingredients within 30 seconds to two minutes inside your body. Okay. This is how we absorb things into the body. So we know we're going to take a shower for more than two minutes and it's hot. No one takes a cold shower. Well, you do if you're living a healthy life, right? (laughs) You know, um, but most people are taking a hot shower. So the pores are opening. So we're really absorbing that in. So we want to make sure that what we're showering in is just as safe as what we're drinking, right? Sure. And, yeah. and, and so like, for example, if you're at the store, you have this Think Dirty app, you can mm-hmm. scan it and it'll sort of give you an overview of, you know, yes. 
That's pretty cool. Yep. And EWG. So if you don't know, you're moving right now, go to EWG, click on their water tab, and they'll have a little site there that you can put in the zip code of the city that you're moving to. And it'll, right. it'll tell you what test in your water. Now that's where you need to start because where, what you have in the water is going to dictate what kind of filtering system you're going to need to have for the home. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm in Chicago. Where are you located, actually? I'm out in Arizona right now. Okay. <laughs> nice and warm. Nice it, and warm. Well, I, I got, yeah, I'm sleeveless right now. So it's, it's actually, 80 some degrees. We're almost 60 today in Chicago. Wow. On the, on the taping, it's March. What is today? March 3rd. Yeah. So what a heat wave. Nice. Heat wave. I know. I know. Nice. <laughs> um, okay. So water. Yeah. Water's such a big thing. I think that just gets overlooked a lot. And then what about um, like, you know, let's talk about the air that we're breathing. Sure. So then the number one thing we want to avoid in the air is fragrance. You know, we're breathing this in and fragrance is, is deemed the new secondhand smoke. Really? It really is. It's a respiratory and a neurotoxicity to the body. It is cancer causing. So what I want to tell your listeners is we want to buy products that are fragrance free. Okay. Unscented still has the chemicals creating the fragrance, and then they add more chemicals to cover up the smell. So look for products that are fragrance free. And we're seeing more and more of those options today than ever before. But that that will be that. And that was what was causing my headaches, by the way, mm. was the fragrance in the products. And it's in everything, laundry, cleaning products, personal care products, even products that look like they're natural. Turn that around. Mm. If you see the word fragrance, because here's the thing. The word fragrance, they can choose out of 44,000 different chemicals, and they don't have to tell you what's going in there. And most times when we see the word fragrance, it can be upwards to 200 of those chemicals within that label. So wow. we just don't know. So fragrance-free is a good rule of thumb. Yes, fragrance-free. Yeah. And um, it's just amazing. What organization overlooks all this and- is, has they've gotten stricter through the years or is that something that you've noticed or no? There, there's really not. I mean, <laughs> there's really not. There's, you know, FDA, right. um, you know, uh, uh, products have to go through. And here's, the, here's how the policies in the government works is prove it's causing danger, not that it's safe. Right. So right, you'll right. see things get recalled all the time because oh, we let it through and now we find out that there, it is causing issue. Now we're going to back it off. So the policies are let it go, prove that it's dangerous and then we'll remove it, unfortunately. So you have to rely on organizations like EWG that has a host of scientists that are researching and helping us as consumers who want to make safer decisions. Yeah. And um, so we talked about air, water, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, like food, obviously is something that we talk about. I talk a lot about on my podcast. What are some <laughs> things I know we talk about the almighty vegetable oils. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. That are hidden in like everything that you buy. Everything. <laughs> yep. yep. Is there something else that sticks out as far as toxic? Well, I'm sure you cover things like sugar. You know, that's the sure. one of the biggest inflammatory products that we can use. And it's in everything, everything. And they disguise it in a lot of different names, right? 
fructose corn syrup. I mean, you know, brown rice you, syrup. Oh, you yeah. run the gamut with it. So let's talk about, you know, uh, food coloring and dyes. We don't want food coloring and dyes inside of our food. Um, we don't want preservatives in our foods. We don't want pesticides, herbicides, fungicides in our food. Um, those are really cause a lot of damage to the body. So right. even just those three things are going to make all the difference in the world. And what I tell people is to avoid a lot of the bad things in food, the toxicities, if you turn that label around and there's more than five ingredients yeah. listed, just don't buy it. I was just going to say that. I think that's a good rule of thumb because there's so many ways to sort of hide all these bad oh, ingredients. Yes. But if, you know, pretty much, you know, like you said, if there's five or six ingredients, it, you're probably looking at a pretty clean product. Um, Certainly and, better yes. than a, another <laughs> choice that you might make, right? right? You know, and of course, I'm sure you teach people, I would just assume that you don't buy something you have to read the label on, you know, right, let's, right. let's eat what's from, you know, Mother Nature and Whole Foods. But we know not everybody does that. And, it, and when it comes to produce, uh, our fresh produce, we want to make sure we're buying organic. And my tip for you on organic, because a lot of people say, oh, it's, it's, it's too expensive. Well, when we're talking our health, I don't think anything is too expensive, but that's my opinion. <laughs> um, but what I can tell you is look in your freezer section. That's tip number one. Many times our food is more nutrient dense in the freezer section than it is even fresh because we don't know how long it's been on a truck, how long it's been sitting on a shelf. Um, you know, so uh, you can get a lot of organic food for far less than the fresh when you go to the frozen food section. The second so thing. Are, I are, so like frozen organic vegetables, you're saying? Oh, there's vegetables and fruits, both yeah. in the in the uh, uh, frozen section. So great option for you. Uh, second, especially when you've got a large family that you're feeding, you know, that type right. of thing. The other thing I would encourage you to look at is what's the clean 15 and the dirty dozen? Mm. Or my favorite, what do you eat the most of? What do you eat the most of? If you right. eat blueberries every day, then I would think blueberries need to be on that organic list. If you eat a banana once a month, maybe not so important to be organic, right? Right, right. And like avocados, I know that's one of those things where, you know, since it, since it has like a shell per se, like maybe mm -hmm. that's not as important as maybe like strawberries, right? when it comes well to right you know with the thicker skin yeah you're exactly right, right. thicker skin not going to absorb as much as the things with thinner skins like grapes you know right. grapes have a very thin skin um you know melons musk melon cantaloupe honeydew melon watermelon those types of things you know very thick skin right and you're also obviously peeling a banana and you're peeling an, an avocado so you're sort of taking that off but don't get me wrong. Orange. Yeah, yeah. Orange. Right. Exactly. Um, as opposed to blueberries or raspberries where, you're, you know, you're just eating them, you know, straight, you know, without. Peeing. Right. Yeah. How they came right off the vine. You betcha. <laughs> um, okay. And then um, or did we miss one or we got everyone? Talked food. We talked water. We talked air absorption. We look at the Think Dirty app to really get some clean options there. Mental. So a mental mm -hmm. piece of toxicity for me is, is I look at it twofold. We have our external toxicities when it comes to mental. That means what people places things. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. We can just roll it down to people, places, and things. We've got no control over other people, places, and things that are happening out there. We have to learn techniques to let go of that, to know we're not in charge of it and we have no control over it. The right. second piece is the internal. What we think becomes our words, becomes our actions and dictates what our reality is. And we can change our thought process. You can, If you wake up in a bad mood, you know what? You can restart that day. It doesn't mean you have to stay the way that you're thinking. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm all for that. I actually wrote a kid's book and, uh, and the Love book it. was all about like life lessons for kids and you know, having a positive attitude. I think you know, when you're young, they're, you know, they absorb everything, right? So yes. you could influence kids in a positive way and on the mental side of things that, you know, we all need help, right? <laughs> Every oh. once in a while, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, even people who are, I'm in the field and I have days where it's like, I just need to be locked in a closet and not <laughs> let out to see anybody, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, we all have those times, but for the most part, we can choose to be happy or we can choose to let life get the best of us. What way are you going to choose to live? Because no matter what, life is going to happen. Time is going to pass. Right. You know, what? how are we going to, to do things? And the other thing I like to talk to people about is, you know, it's about more than just you. You know, when we take care of our mental health, we become a better person for our kids, for our spouses, for the people in our community, our family, you know, when you're in a good frame, you smile at the person walking by, you give them a compliment. We can make the world a better place. No, I agree. Actually, that's the one thing like with the whole quarantine um, is the masks. It's like, you can't, it's, you know, tough to smile at people when you see them. And I think uh, hopefully, obviously we'll be through all that. And, you know, we can actually like use facial expressions Oh my gosh. Well, we got three, three states lifted the mask mandates just yesterday. So we're on our way. Oh, that's good. Yes. And let's talk a little bit about your new book coming out detox. Um, Tell me a little bit about that and, and what people should expect from that. Oh, you bet. So summer times are always the time I, I, I write my books. And this is my first book, The Toxin Terminator. It was all about these five pillars, walking you through the five pillars. I get very, very detailed in the book. I give life stories from five different women who have been down the same path as well so that you get firsthand experience um, with what they did. Yeah. And the second book is going to be all about the detox process because it's, it's, it's an equal piece of the puzzle. You have to take your hand off the fire. You know, that comes first, but we also have to support the body's natural detox pathways. And when we do that, you know, then we can have some sustained health. Mm -hmm. So I want to write that follow-up book and really talk about, you know, how do we support the body's innate ability to remove toxins? Yeah. And it's something that I talk a lot about is like fasting. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. 
Is that something that you align yourself with? Do you do fast or? Absolutely. I I just did a 72 hour fast uh, two weeks ago. And so twice a year, I'll do an extended fast um, like I just did. So that was my spring one. But I I follow an intermittent fasting and it's been proven. Uh, Ladies, you need to get on to intermittent fasting. It is actually a way for our body's cells to deplete toxins. This is a huge piece of the detox puzzle is the intermittent fasting. So I follow a 16, eight, I fast for 16 hours daily. I eat for an eight hour window, Mm -hmm. but I do that for five days. And then on the sixth day, I fast for 24 hours. And on the seventh day, I either carb load or protein load. It's my free day to load up on whatever I want. And when in the other windows, when I'm eating, I am equally eating, well, not equally, but I eat protein, fats, and fibers are the three things that I want to make sure I'm really getting into my nutrition so that my body can do the best that it can be. So that's what I teach. Yeah. Um, is the five one one eating plan for optimal health for our bodies? Yeah, no, I love that, and um, and it makes sense that when you're in your eating window, you you're mainly doing protein and fats and some mm-hmm. fiber because, you know, I always say that if when you're doing fasting, you really want to make the most of those meals, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> you want satiating meals. And, you know, not to say that you can't have carbs, like you said, you have your day of maybe sort of like a, a carb load, um, but you know, carbs, there's not, they're not really essential per se, you know, your body can run off its own energy stores. Um, but I like how you sort of mix it up and you do the five days and then you have your, your two days, yeah. one day of a, a full fast and, um, and then, you know, sort of a carb uh, a freedom day. Let's <laughs> right. Well, and you can schedule those, you know, it doesn't have to be five days in a row. Right. One, one, you can do, you know, if you know, you've got a social event coming on and maybe you're going to have that piece of cake, you know, it's a birthday right. party, a wedding, whatever, make that your free day so that you can, yeah. you know, eat that. I want people to, if there are foods that bring you joy, then eat them. Don't look at things as a, and I, Maybe I'm talking against what you teach, but, Mm. you know, we don't want to be feeling like we have everything taken away from us. Um, Now, I my body, because I eat the way I eat um, when I get around sugar, I used to have the biggest sweet tooth Mm -hmm. and it does not taste so good to me anymore. You know, so your body will naturally not want the things that you maybe had in the past. Um, Yeah. The other thing, too, with the fiber is that, you know, we there. I did, um, was last summer, I did a 30 day sugar detox and I did eight grams or less of sugar, which Mm. sugar and glucose are equal and, and carbs are glucose, right? So when I was doing that, I found there were so many vegetables with high carb content, you know, you know, uh, you know, fruits as well. So it was really interesting. It was like, I ate meat. (laughs) <laughs> for 30 days. <laughs> and how did that go? Did you, did, did, did you realize you're like, Oh, well, you know, I don't, I don't need sugar, right? Like you sort of like opened it, your eyes. I'm sure that was the kick in the pants that I needed to really get over that sugar hump. So, yeah. you know, I did that last summer. And since then I I've really been sugar free. I don't even want that piece of cake. I just don't even, I've done it here and there. And it's like, Oh, it just doesn't set well in my stomach. So we just don't do it. Right. 
Right. I think that's so key. I think when you go for a period of time of eating pretty clean and getting into a rhythm and then you sort of, you know, break it and have, you know, like you said, like a, a cake or something and you just feel like crud. <laughs> and, and you know what, it reminds you like, you know, I don't need this, right. Cause I don't feel good. It doesn't align with me. And uh, that's when, you know, you're sort of in a good rhythm as far as eating. Oh, you know, and there's such good options out there. There's all kinds of sugar-free options for us to um, get great recipes. If you want to have, you know, something like that, like for Reese's peanut butter cups were my nemesis. I mean, oh, it was I'm, just I'm, like peanut butter and, chocolate for me. <laughs> oh, it, it, like you put those two together and it's yeah. like it, it, heaven on earth. Right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. what I do instead is I take medjool dates, cut them in half and put, uh, um, organic peanut butter inside of them. So good. I get oh, the nice. sweet and the peanut butter and it is delightful. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll try that. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's I'll try good. that. And I'm curious. I know you mentioned briefly, um, you do a, you did a 72 hour fast. So four days, that's great. Um, mm -hmm. I've done some extended fasts. What did you learn from that? Oh, goodness, Brian, there's so many learnings that go. Number one, I can do hard things. Right. You know, what an awesome thing, because when I started fasting, you know, to make it 10 hours, eight hours, you know, was, right. was, you know, a struggle and then starting to do 24 hours and then 36 and, and working up the, first of all, work up to it. Don't right. go out and try to do it, you know, your first time out. So work up to it. So it's such an accomplishment to know I can do hard things. That's hard. It's yeah. hard not to eat. Um, you know, we are programmed to want to feel the body. The second thing, you really kind of get into a zone when you're not worried about what you're going to eat and how you're going to eat. You, you about, Hmm. For me, it's about 36 hour point. And, and, and until about 60 hours, there is such mental clarity going on there. Oh, yeah. In that time frame, it's things are crystal clear. Fasting is a great time. If you're like, I do one at the end of the year is that's when I, I review my year and I look forward to the new year and what I'm going to be doing and, and set my intentions. And I will fast during that time because I get really crystal clear mm. on what's happening with, within me. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, and you do it twice a year. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I'll do it in the spring. I'll do it in the, in the uh, late fall, you know, towards the end of the year. And you're drinking pretty much water, tea, coffee, or just straight water? I do water, coffee. Um, I do do. I do drink coffee. I drink organic coffee. I use the French press. Um, I have some keto. Um, uh, not keto. What do I want to say? Um, MCT oil oh, okay. that I will, you know, add to that, and then water, and then I do a lot of salt. Um, so I like the Redmond salt because there it, it's more of a chunk, and you can just put a piece in your mouth. And, and just kind of suck on it, dissolve it, just kind of keep the, usually about 24 hours out is when I'll really start salting up. Um, and then it's, it's constant throughout the day going, going forward. Yeah, no, that's great. And um, um, what would you say, I was looking at some of your stuff on your website, you have like a three day roadmap to wellness. 
Um, yes. Yeah. What's, what's that all about? I'm curious. So we have, we have two different options that we do. We've got a boot camp, and we do that once a month. We have a a one coming up March 14th. I'm not sure when this is Aaron. But in, uh, if you go to our website, transformingwomenshealth.com, we always have the next date of our next boot camp. So it's a three day, four night boot camp. We're walking people through how to take your hand off the fire, how to support the detox pathways in the body, and then we teach you how to eat in the 511 plan. Oh, that's great. And what type of, uh, I, I write down like cooking tips, um, you know, people, what should they co- be cooking in um, to, to make sure that they're avoiding toxins as well? Well, so number one is get rid of all the plastics in your kitchen. Um, you know, we don't want to have anything because here's the thing, even though we put hot food in a, in a storage container. So we're already going to leach out all of the, the PBAs, the phthalates that are BPAs and the phthalates that are in the plastic because of the hot food we put in there after we've made food. Right. Right. Um, and, and the, the, here's what we do. We take it out of the fridge and what do we do? We stick it in the microwave, you know, warm it up. So now we're just absorbing all that into the food. So don't use plastics. You can use stainless steel. You can use silicone, reusable silicone. You can use glass, mason jars, lots of great options out there, but ditch the plastic. When we talk about plastic in the kitchen, that's why I use a French press. What are your coffee makers made out of? Plastic. Mm. You know, they've got plastic. Not only do they have plastic, but if you're using a percolator, it's got a tube that's pulling up the water and that's getting full of bacteria and mold. So ditch that. <laughs> yeah, you know, what you see a lot, these these like espresso machine, Nespresso, mm-hmm. right? And then like those pods and stuff, right? Yeah. Ugh, Keurigs, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> No good. But look at, look at your appliances, you know, blenders, um, you know, we, that eat healthy, you do a lot of smoothies and, and juicing and that type of thing is the container plastic or is it glass? You know, look at that stuff. What about your, um, crock pot? You know, if you still use a crock pot, is it ceramic? Is it painted glaze ceramic, you know, or do you have a stainless steel bowl in there? The Instapots have a stainless steel, Fantastic. Uh, Don't use the uh, um, nonstick surfaces. They're not good. Look, there's there's actually uh, certifications that you can look for that show that they are um, non-toxic. And I can't remember off the top of my head what those certifications are, but I I just use stainless steel to cook with. I don't even have um, non-toxic or... uh, um, what do you call it? Nonstick cookware, right. um, green pan, caraway are a couple good names of, of, uh, companies that have good dishes. Yeah. And, um, what would you say? Um, got to hit something in my mind for you. Um, what would you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my mind's off. going all over because you know, <laughs> this is a topic that I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like interested in. Oh, this is what I say. Oh, I, so I use a salt toothpaste. Um, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And, and I love it. And everyone's like, Oh, why are you using that? But like, like how it's like, you look at like Colgate and stuff, like just got oh. t- tons of toxins in there. Right. Horrible for you. I suffer from cold sores. I have, you know, obviously a virus in my body and there's different things that can trigger, trigger it mm. over the counter toothpaste are one of them. Yeah. There are so many toxins inside of them. Sodium lauryl sulfate, which is a known skin irritant is in there. 
Um, you have fluoride in there that can be very damaging to the body, uh, many other ingredients that we just simply want to avoid. So we want to be look, using that Think Dirty app to be finding some good toothpaste that don't have the nasty ingredients in it. It's funny you mentioned salt because I use uh, Chris, uh, salt crystals for deodorant. Uh, instead of, um, you know, the regular store-bought deodorant, which are fantastic. And by the way, if you're eating clean, you don't have body odor. Hmm. Did you know that? That makes sense. That does make sense. So you, you said you use salt crystals for deodorant. Yes. So how does that, do you just put it right yeah. on? So it, it, they, they'll come like uh, one company that I order them from, they, they come in a twist up, you know, the crystals inside of it, then you just put it under hot water and you know, like go. a roll on. Yeah. Under your arms. Oh, I like that. Gonna... <laughs> so the, the cleaner you eat, the less body odor you have, because of the, the body odor that we get when we work out and we sweat is from bacteria, mm -hmm. right? Now we're all going to have bacteria on ourselves, but the cleaner we are, the less toxins we have, the less body odor, you know, we will emit. And you want your body to sweat. You want mm. to release that stuff. Don't use an antiperspirant. Right. Yeah. Another great tip. You sweating. I, I just wrote something on that. I talked a little bit on my podcast about how important it is to, if you can sweat daily, that's so important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's like your body's detoxing, right? Your limbs. You're, yeah. There are, um, we, we detox through our skin, through our breath, through our, our liver, our digestive system, the liver, the kidneys, you know, through what we express out both, you know, liquid and and other, you know, mm -hmm. forms, um, as well as the lymph nodes, um, help move things through. That's kind of the sewage system of, of the body, but the breath, breath is the, mm. is the number one detox pathway, like close to 70% of your toxins are released through deep breath. Mm. So workout is excellent because you are sweating. That is a part of it, but you're also deep breathing too. Right. And when you're, when you talk about breath, uh, it, it's important to breathe through your nose, right? Cause that's like yeah. a filtration system as opposed to just breathing through your mouth. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, and you get that deep cleansing breath, you know, mm -hmm. in through the nose, release it out through the mouth. Yeah. Wow, a lot of good stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm definitely going to, yeah, I want to, I want to check out that, that app for sure. That's such a great tip for people to do right away. And, um, and definitely your book along with, uh, your ebook on your website, right. Which is a bunch of great tips. Right. And I, I, I'm going to have to check my forward facing, um, cause I, I have amycarlson.com, which is a I M E E, mm -hmm. uh, carlson.com. That is my toxin terminator, uh, website. So if you want name. to listen to the podcast, the, <laughs> the book, those type of things go there. Transforming women's health is where my services are. So okay. if you want to coach with me and I have a partner she and I coach together, uh, you'll go there. You'll be able to get into our boot camps, and those are $49. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that is nothing. And you're getting a wealth of information as well as we have a monthly membership group that, that, uh, women, um, you know, we open that up to women can join in. It's a safe space where you can continue to learn those five proven steps to get your body healthy. Yeah. And that leads to my, my next question is I always ask my guests is what would be your one tip to, you know, middle-aged women or men per se, who are looking to get their body back to what it once was maybe like 10, 15 years ago. 
Oh, great, <laughs> great question. Um, add good fats mm. to your diet. People have been so trained that fats are bad. Your cells are made up of fat. The membrane is made up of fat. When they're damaged, the only way to heal them is to get more fats into our, our diet. And that's how we're going to heal the cell membrane because the cell membrane is the communicator. It's what's telling the insulin to turn on, turn off. It's what's telling the hormones to turn on, turn off. It is also the gateway to the cell. It's, mm -hmm. And if it's damaged, toxins are trapped inside that cell. You, no matter what you're doing, eating right, exercising, there it can't go anywhere because the, the membrane has been damaged. So my number one tip is we've got to fix the membrane and the cell before anything else can happen. Right. So healthy fats. Healthy fats. And uh, can you give a couple examples of some? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Tons of great healthy fats out there. Eat real butter. Right. Immerse yourself in grass-fed butter. Eat it. You can have, you know, MCT oil is a great healthy fat. You can eat avocado oil. Uh, avocados themselves are great healthy fats to be eating. Um, you can take a great omega supplement. We need to be supplement, uh, supplementing with omegas be, because in order to really heal the cell, we've got to be in a four to one ratio with our omega sixes to omega threes. Um, you know, the average body is at, a, at about a 12 to one ratio. Right. Um, you know, so good omega is fantastic. Yeah. Salmon. Well, I... <laughs> yeah. Salmon. You get great fats just from like grass fed, grass finished meat as well. Right. Like a rib. Absolutely. You know, and what get your wild caught fish, you know, right. uh, sustainably, st uh, resource the, you know, look for the grass fed, um, you know, beef so that we get better quality beef. If you're going to eat it, you know, I eat meat, you know, eat yeah. the meat if you want to eat the meat and your body <laughs> does well with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was great, Amy. Um, a lot of great knowledge here. And um, yeah, so the best way to find you, amycarlson.com. Is that right? amycarlson.com or transformingwomenshealth.com, either or. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. And um, yeah, we'll look out for your, your next book. What's going to, do you know the title of the book yet or not yet? You know, the first one was called The Toxin Terminator. So yeah. I'm kind of thinking about calling the, the next one, The Toxin Exterminator. I'm just not mm. sure yet. <laughs> I'm still playing around with the yeah, title. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Amy. This was great. Oh, Brian, what a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine, and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.